Crunchings. Munchings. That's all you got? Crunchings and munchings? Gurgy the theme music. Smackings and whackings. Yeah. Did you say Gurgy the theme music? Gurgy the theme music. You all fucking right. heard me right. I can dig that. Listen, I'm like up to my ears in predating bullshit. In Welsh lore? <laughs> in, in Welsh. Like Welsh from lore from a Philadelphian? From a Philadelphian. That's a I, weird thing, right? I thought he was British. My whole life I thought he was British. It would. His name's Lloyd Alexander. That's like the most like UK <laughs> name I've ever heard. Yeah, anyone named Lloyd is a European. <laughs> yeah, unless you're like, like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. Sure. Welcome, dear listener readers. Or Lloyd Dobler. Two slow readers. Your weekly fast-paced literature podcast. Brought to you by Top Gun Radio. Here, the conversation is always on books. It's always on reading. It's always on lore. It's always on mythology. It's always on mythology stories. Yo, oh, you were going to say mythology. I was going to say mythology, and I completely, I'm like, like I was like, good, he didn't say mythology. Yes, he did say it. <laughs> that was a good I one. I beat you too. You did it's, it, you won. It's a, it's, a, it's a podcast about the Mabinagian. Yeah, it's this podcast um show about um uh, about magic. It's 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 about it's about uh, uh whales. It's know. about the fair folk. Listen, uh, we're already derailed. Yeah, <laughs> boy, this has gone way downhill. Way downhill, and let me just say that Gabriel. And this is just on our game. This is the best book. Pl- What's your fucking taglines? Yes, this is the only, only explicit, explicit comedy, comedy literature podcast on literature the podcast. market. You're not gonna catch the people on the book club podcasts saying words like. Anus. You're not going to hear those goddamn pussies on the Overdue podcast mm-hmm, say mm-hmm, things mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. but. You're not going to hear those people on the Book of the Month Reese Witherspoon Sunshine Club say words like, fuck. You know, I didn't know Lynn Shelton worked on Little Fires Everywhere. Yeah, no, she was a, she was like a big um, big engine in it. She did a, yeah, was, she was a big engine on Glow as well. She's a big loss, Lynn, Shent- Lynn it, Shelton. Uh, yeah, no, she was a, uh, yeah, that was really shocking. <laughs> yeah, she, um, she directed my favorite Keira Knightley movie. Laggies, Laggies. Uh, a movie I saw the first twenty minutes of. Yeah, it's it, fine. It, no, it was fine. Uh, Kira Knightley seemed great. In it too, yeah, it's the I mean. only time I've been like, yeah, Kira Knightley. Hey, she's actually right in this role. Yeah, she's good in no it. No offense to her. I mean, she's yeah. great. I mean, yeah, really. uh, she's really good in the movie. Yeah, no, totally. And um, no, uh, Gabe, I told you this yesterday. Who? Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. We'll introduce ourselves. Oh, in a okay. Uh, nameless uh, co-host number one. That's me. Um, I, I messaged you yesterday where because uh, Fred Willard died. Yeah, that's terrible. Like an eighty-something-year-old comedian, fit, beloved character. Yeah, I was like seventy-six or something. Like uh, that. Everybody loves him. He was the first human to show up in a Pixar movie. Yeah. Um, I think the only at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, no, the only, still, he's the only one. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but like, like beloved guy and like i was on instagram later in the day and i saw mm-hmm. like people like posting pictures of uh, fred willard and then i saw people posting a lot of like pictures of like lynn shelton like, like yeah, did, did you know what lynn shelton do you know who she was like what she looked like uh beforehand well, I don't, no i don't think so okay. i mean but but the thing is like i saw people are posting pictures of her and i was like oh that's nice it's her birthday or something yeah no. and it wasn't even the captions it was in like a comment that some other celebrity commented on another celebrity's thing yeah that said like rest in peace and i was like Oh, what? damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, she was young. Yeah, she was like 50, like two or something like that. Yeah, she, she was a young one. She died of like a... A, a, a blood un- disorder. Like a blood disorder that like wasn't really like released to like the public essentially. Yeah. Rest in so. peace, director of Hump Day. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, a creative force between behind like a glow directed episodes of Mad Men and like mm-hmm. a lot of fucking things. So, yeah. I yeah, know it's crazy. Anyway. Who are you? <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Gabe Mara. I'm a comedian every now and again. I'm a writer and a podcast producer. And gee, if you're ordering margaritas in the Studio City area, there's a good chance that I'm making them for for you co-host who are you uh, i am daniel gonzalez gergi an audio producer editor author uh, writer and an author of fiction i don't know of uh, note uh, of note mm-hmm. and um and yeah gabriel this is the I show i'm the gergi i'm i'm the gergi and i'm the the crunchings and munchings mm-hmm. um gabriel yes daniel this show we're always on target yeah, we're always on point. <laughs> we're always on. We're always. We're always following like that same focus streamline. Yeah, welcome right. to the Johnny No Thumbs podcast. Exactly. Oh, Johnny No Thumbs. Are basically our, uh, here's our who's our patron. Yeah, you know? pretty much. That you know, if there's one guiding light I have, it's that one incredibly negative review of us. <laughs> that one just dismissive. Yeah, uh, it's not even that mean. It's gr- just dismissive. Grammatically incorrect. Yeah. Review yeah. Hey. Uh, but um. Gabriel, uh, yes, Daniel. I, I want to say that this is going to be the start of like a, a sub series, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, because it's um, a short series. It's a short series, and we're uh, we can fart through s- them. Spoiler alert: uh, we might Uh-oh. be doing more of this series. Uh-oh. <laughs> so uh, we'll come up with a name later on. 
Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. But Gabriel, uh-huh. I just want to say that I actually, think it has to be called crunchings and munchings. Crunchings and crunchings and mu- crunchings and munchings, or smackings and whackings. Smackings and whackings. I like that. Those mm-hmm. are good. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be doing. We're we're this is the first of hopefully several episodes. Five, maybe even six. Maybe five, maybe six, maybe more. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe he's gonna come back from the fucking dead. And well, just Lloyd be Alexander like, wrote three other books in this exact same vein standalones yeah. that were like basically the folklore of china folklore of greece and folklore of india and they're all the exact same formula but they're all very charming which ones are because like uh not to get too far ahead but i did the research into lloyd alexander so uh-huh. like th- i didn't those aren't I, I read uh i kind of like made a note of like two of his other big fantasy series mm-hmm. what are those <laughs> um the arcadians is okay. about um greek uh yeah i believe it's greek uh mythology sort of roman greek whatever greek um the iron ring is about indian mythology ah. and prince jen and his many wanderings is about chinese mythology okay it, they're and they're all extremely formulaic but all really good yeah and um not, you know not to get too far ahead but like you know uh the the this first book in the series is very simple and straightforward this john this john he's philadelphian this, that's true <laughs> Stop, is, he, uh, is, he, is he alive Oh. Uh, there's actually going to be a really fun twist to that. That uh, he's back from the dead. It's just a wonderful first. Like back. Bernie Mac, he's back from the dead. Like Bernie Mac. <laughs> uh, inside joke. Inside inside joke that like was never brought on. I think on this podcast. No, I don't think it's ever. Also, mentioned. I don't think that was the thing. I think the 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 really dark joke. Yes. I used to tell. Yeah. Would be like like years after the, it happened. Yeah. I would be. I would text people and be like, Bernie Mac just died. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like like you you'd stop me in the middle of an activity and be like, "Dude, you hear? Bernie Mac's dead." Like, yeah, it, man. It, it'd be like 2014. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That 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 one had a lot of juice. Uh, had a lot of juice. Lasted for a while, and yeah. you just brought it back. It's gonna yeah. be cool again. Let's do it. Just like OJ Simpson. Oh God, please. Moving on. Go on, Daniel. <laughs> so Gabriel, mm-hmm. uh, I did some research um, about this dude who did wrote we say these with books. the book title? No, and we're gonna hold back on it. Okay. Uh, for no reason. Yeah, it's in the it's in the fucking headline. It's if you the- didn't read it. Yeah, we're, we've said we're, the author's name many times. We're basically just like keeping up with like the structure. This is called the John. This is called the John Part One. J A W N. The John Part One. For you non Philadelphians. Uh, uh, um, the the Philly cheesesteaks. Sure. Um, uh, I forgot that name. Can you believe? You it? forgot the name Philly cheesesteaks. Philly cheesesteaks. Like, what do you call the hoagies? What are they called? Bro, we should make them Philly cheesesteaks. It's been a long time. Yeah, we'll we'll have them delivered from Philly. I'll make my own. Gabriel. Yeah. I have some Johns to tell you Sweet. about Mr. Lloyd Alexander. This John? Famous American. American. <laughs> Pennsylvanian. In fact, he was born in Philadelphia. And raised in Philadelphia. Uh, no, he actually grew up and died in Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Which is part of Upper Darby. Oh, it, that, uh, that's wider Philly area. Yeah. Well, it's, it's in the wider A suburb area. of it's, Philly. Yeah, kind of. So, like, uh, it's important because, like, me and Gabriel are both from eastern Pennsylvania. And Tina Fey. Like, an hour, essentially, from there. Yeah. From the same area. Yeah, Tina Fey's from Upper Darby. Okay, cool. Um, he graduated from Upper Darby High School as well. Oh wow! Uh, so uh, Alexander was born during the Great De- or into the Great Depression. I he was see. born in like twenty four or something like he that. He caused it. He gotcha, caused it. Gotcha. Was his fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gained a love for reading uh, since his family. That's not important. Lame. He almost became an Espe- uh, Episcopalian priest. A okay. name that like I. It's like anytime I try and say it quickly, I can't. Episcopalian? Episcopalian. Episcopalian. Like Episcopalian fish? I don't know. I gotcha. Um, He describes like an early mailroom job as a great education. Just like Bukowski. Uh, Here's here's a fun thing. Uh, During World War II, he played cymbals in a Texas marching band. Awesome. (laughs) He studied at Lafayette College. Okay. uh, And then he rose to- Wait, Lafayette College? Yes. In Easton? It doesn't make sense, but that was in his Wikipedia. (laughs) There are a lot- I mean, there has to be more than one Lafayette College, but Lafayette College in in Easton, Pennsylvania? I mean, it could also be like a different Lafayette College in Texas. Yeah. All right. Um, but like that was the thing. It's not like he actually he didn't actually graduate from there. He actually graduated from the University of Paris. I'll get to Hot that. Hot damn. But um but he like also just he like studied. He just like took some courses basically. Sure. I, I think. He sat in uh, and smoked some dubs. Here, here's the other crazy thing. Uh he did that before rising to the rank of staff sergeant in intelligence and counterintelligence. Cool. This motherfucker was a spy. He was a spy. Sort of. Dude, he was a honeypot and you know it. <laughs> He totally was. He was a fucking He's a fucking slug. babe. Uh, he was stationed in Wales and England briefly before translate uh, uh, before uh, translating radio messages in eastern France. Cool. Um, he also worked as a translator interpreter uh, until the end of the war. Uh, after the war, he attended the University of Paris, eventually meeting an uh, an idol, uh, Paul Elwad. Elwad. That's the most American pronunciation. I can't talk right now. I'm not going to bother. Spell it. 
Uh, it's E with the accent over it. L U A R D. If you know your European poets and shit, you'll probably be like, yeah, Eluard. Um, that's actually probably it's pronounced. I was gonna burp into the mic, but then it almost turned into throw up. Eluard, cool. Was uh, <laughs> was championed as a poet of the resistance. Oh, cool. And a founder of the surrealist movement. Hey, I like those. Uh, Eluard met Alexander and basically said, like, you're gonna be my sole English translator. You're my boy. Uh, Alexander then married a Parisian, Janine Denis. And moved to Philly along with Janine's daughter. Oh, that's cool. So they, they started, they lived in, uh, one, apparently they moved into like his parents' like attic and shit. And like, sure. he worked a ton of like kind of like odd jobs that are kind of like nuts when like he would like lose them and then work something else or whatever. Gotcha. Uh, in Philly, he wrote novel after novel for 15 years until And Let the Credit Go was published in 1955, his first novel. Whoa. And Let the Credit Go. Not an easy name to say. Yeah, his first published novel? His first published novel, yeah. Cool. Uh, he wrote about well known subjects during this time. For example, And Let the Credit Go was autobiographical. Sure. My Five Tigers was about his cats. Sure. And he wrote a novel called Janine is French. Sure. Those are some of his books. <laughs> I love it. Those sound like the first country songs someone ever wrote when they yeah. were like 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 11 years old. It, it's it's really charming that they're like so practical. Yeah, like um uh, you know um uh, the first song that uh, uh um uh what's her name? Bobby Gentry. The first song she ever wrote was called My Dog Sergeant is a Very Good Dog. Yeah, it's basically that. Like yeah, no, that's pretty much what he did. Janine is French. Yeah, Janine is French. Um in 1963's uh Time Cat. That also sounds like a really bad like hacky comic like, comedy bit. Like that's his like Rodney Dangerfield stand-up album. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez, let me just say, uh, Janine, Janine, Janine is French. It's French. You know what she means. Uh, she uh, yeah. she goes and she shaves and she doesn't shave. <laughs> uh, I get it. Now. French. Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. 1963's Time Time Cat was his first fantasy novel. Hey. It was also his first. Uh, it was an illustrated children's literature. It was also first as well. Sweet. Uh, he described it as the most creative and liberating experience of my life. That's cool. Uh, one year after the Time Cat was published, uh-huh. Alexander published. The Book of Three. The cat thing actually makes a lot of sense now, especially since, cats. spoiler to you, Daniel, uh-huh. in Book Three, we get introduced to a giant cat in yes. the book. Uh, throughout his his uh, writing career, he wrote, like, cats would show up a lot in sure. his books, though. He loves cats. Do you um, think he liked the movie adaptation, Cats? Oh, he, well, yeah, if he would, if he wasn't fucking dead like a loser. <laughs> uh, Dork. <laughs> the first of what was originally supposed, Sorry, to, was supposed to be a trilogy of fantasy novels. Hmm. The fictional word of Predane is based on the castles, scenery, and language of Wales. Cool. Uh, that explains like, all the screwy spelling. I'm trying to, like, look at the, yeah, all the fucking W's and Y's. Yeah, extra F's. <laughs> extra F's. Extra F's, extra D's. Uh, the second book of the five s- consonants in a row, <laughs> pretty much. The second book of the series, The Black Cauldron, won the Newbery Honor. Hmm. Uh, he realized that the rushed. I'm sorry, the trilogy. Also, am I you? Am I coming through just fine? In yeah, this? you sound fine. All right, cool. Just making sure because I have like this weird. I'm like paranoid that for some reason my mind. Yeah, no, I look. Out. I look for the dot now when I record. I was looking at the dot and I was like, wait, is that the right way? Yeah, police here. JK, that's an ambulance. Five zero. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, he realized at some point that the trilogy was actually going to be four books. Uh, and and also, then, and uh, well, funny thing is that a couple things happened. Uh, Alexander suffered a near-death experience. I tried to find out what it was. Oh wow! Couldn't find anything. I gave up after two minutes of googling like near-death experience. Lloyd Alexander. Was it a giant cat? There's like probably yeah, a giant cat almost killed him. Did he get in a bar fight with a man of horns? Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> this guy over here. Totally. Um, no, he's, he so he rushed the manuscript for the last book of the series, High King. Really? Um, here's the funny thing: is that his editor Anne Durrell look uh, told him that basically there should be a book between the Castle of Lear and the High King. Oh, interesting. So he that's so cool. So he wrote the fourth book in the series, Terran Wanderer. Um, Douglas in, Adams, in much that, bro. In that time, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, that um, he called the you know Hitchhiker's Guide supposed to be three books, and he still calls it a trilogy, even though there's five books in the series. <laughs> you can you can buy it, and it's called Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy trilogy, and, and it's five books. books. I, I, I dig yeah. that. That's really I, I did not know that, and as we'll discuss hopefully down the line. Yeah. Terran Wanderer is my favorite in the series. Yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to reading some of the later ones, especially. Yeah. Um, and a lot like also how uh, Robert Caro calls his uh mm. his. Five book uh, LBJ. LBJ biography series. Uh, uh, he calls like the last one, the fourth book in a, in a trilogy of books. Sure. And he's writing the fourth, fifth book. Is now. it entirely about Jumbo? Basically, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke for all you LBJ heads. All you LBJ looters out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know why I took a shot at LBJ fans. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. I'm sorry. Anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, The Hiking came out. The last one came out in 1968. There was like a book every year. I thought you said The Hiking. The hiking. You know, hiking. Yeah, walk up a mountain. 
but a book came out every year. The last one came out in 1968 and won the Newbery Medal. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a sixth book, as you said, uh, it's like a book of prequel stories. Yeah, The Foundling. Uh, called The Foundling, which mm-hmm. like was like like further annotated with, not annotated, yeah. com- uh, compiled with like more stories. It's a Silmarillion. Yeah, funny you should say that. Um, so a major source of the world and mythology of the Chronicles of Perdane is the Ma- <laughs> Mabinagian. I, I, I didn't even bother trying to figure out how to pronounce it because I, I knew you'd do it. I listened to the pronunciation, but like that's really difficult because that's a, an Americanization. It's like Mabinagian. Or it's like okay. it's harsher. Sure. I heard that. I'm like, what the? F- Spell Ma- it. Mabinagian. M-A-B-I-N-O-G-I-O-N. Okay. Uh, which you could have added extra I's and N's. I wouldn't have noticed. I know. It actually doesn't look as complicated, but like to hear it, it's like it's really harsh. Jane. So that's that's a kind of American version of pronouncing it, uh, which contains some of the earliest prose stories of Britain. I'd never heard of it before. It's very fascinating. Yeah, it's uh, it's a collection of unrelated prose stories. Uh, so like like it's not so much. It's not like um um fucking Canterbury Tales or anything like that, mm. where it's like different stories. It's like, they're pretty much just separate stories entirely. Sure. It's not really a collection as, as it is just a like collection of unrelated stories. Gotcha. Uh, supposedly contains a, a, a kind of like alternate, like hit, like version of like the King Arthur story as well. Oh, that's cool. Um, Let me see one second. Uh, Many of the names. I mean, it contains an alternate Noah's Ark story. Yeah, I guess something like that. I mean, yeah. that, that, that's that's folklore across the world, though. I don't know if that's just a, a common story, but yeah. you'll find the Noah story, the Christ story, all over the world. Yeah, there, there's like different variants. Yeah, um, many of the names in the earlier Perdane books come from the Mabinagian. Uh, the books also get less. The uh, Perdane books themselves get less Welsh and more universal as they go on. Hmm. He, he said that. Uh, and uh, the funny thing I, I said about the Similarian is that Tolkien's The Similarian was also loosely based on the Nabinagi. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know yeah. that either. Also, not so much like based on so much as it's like it's like drawing heavily from. Sure. Both, that makes for sense. Both of these yeah, like, like a right. world expanding collection of tales. Yeah. Makes sense. It, it, like the Similarian is clearly based on like that kind of thing. Uh, also, the name itself, Similarian, is based on Nabinagian. Oh, sure. Um, and uh, uh, last thing on uh, Prydain is that Fluter Flam is supposedly based on Alexander himself. Oh, that's cool. He said something fun saying it's like... He's a big fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> a big fucking goofy liar. Yeah. Um, but basically, people have said, like, uh, I've been told that the character greatly... Uh, 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 people have said, like, it's based on me. I will neither confirm nor deny it. That's pretty great. Um, that makes me very happy. A couple more things. Uh, he wrote two other fantasy series. I, mean, I guess a bunch more. He, he wrote yeah. a... He wrote a bunch of books. A lot of them aren't available right now. Interesting, really. When I was looking them up, I can find like audiobooks of some of these books, but even on an ebook, uh, most of them are like it's just the Bourdain books, and that's it. Interesting, yeah. Which is weird because he had, he had a book come out as early as as soon, as recent as two thousand seven. Well, I didn't realize that. Um, but that might have been like the Iron Ring or uh, or Prince Jen. That was actually a. Oh wait, no, yeah, it was, it was something else. Um, uh, the two series that I I looked up that are pretty popular are Westmark and Vesper Holly. Oh, yeah, I remember those. I never read those. Yeah, they actually sound fun. Uh, Westmark is a more historical fiction than fantasy. It takes place during post-Napoleon times. That's cool. Uh, and features little to no magic. In fact, people are just like, this isn't really like a fantasy book. This is basically like just historical fiction. I think that's why I never bothered picking them up when I was a kid when I read the series. Uh, you'll like this, though. Uh, Vesper Holly is about a wild young high society orphan in Victorian times. Sweet. She has the, quote, digestive tracks of a goat and the mind of a chess player. Awesome. She is familiar with half a dozen languages and can swear in all of them. Cool. Uh, and that one, like, I think that one. And those a... are not available right now? No. Or maybe, maybe like in physical format. Oddly enough, I was looking for like ebooks and, and uh, mm. uh, audiobooks and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, that, there was a book in that series that came out as recent as like 2005. Wow. Uh, he continued right until his death in 2007. Wow. Uh, he died from cancer mere weeks after his wife of 61 years passed away. Oh, Janine. And here's the crazy thing, Gabriel. What's that? He died in 2007 mm-hmm. on May 17th. Whoa! 13 years ago today that we're What a coincidence. This. That's fucking wild. It is, a, it is a massive coincidence. That's pretty crazy. I mean, happy death day. Happy <laughs> death day to you. What was his actual birthday? Starring that girl from that movie. Her um, name's Tree. Yeah, no, fun actress. Too. We should watch those movies. I heard, I heard they're good. Yeah, you go watch them. All right. What do you mean yeah, I go watch them? You go watch them. You're shit. the one that told me that the Red Letter Boys. We'll fuck. get around yeah, to it. I saw it. the clip of it, and she looked, like, she looked like she was having a ton of fun. Yeah, it was a great show. Gabriel? Yeah. So that's that's oh, that's a lot about uh, Alexander oh. Pierce. I keep wanting to call him Alexander Pierce. Why? I don't know. Is, uh, is that anybody? I don't know. I mean, it's not, <laughs> it that's a, sounds like a pretty common name. I don't know. I guess so. Could but, be a forgotten president. But Gabriel, I'm sorry. Can you um, can you describe to us sure. this thing that we read mm-hmm. called? 
The Book of Three. The Book of Four. Also known as The Battle of the Trees. Is it? That was the original title. Okay, cool. Um, oddly enough, that wasn't on the Wikipedia, so you might know some shit that I don't know. <laughs> so, Gabriel, can you, can you uh, summarize for the listeners who aren't familiar with the, this book? Sure. Uh, what is the Book of Three? So, the Book of Three is the first book in the series of Chronicles of Perdane. Uh, uh-huh. It is a fantastical series of all of your trappings of your Tolkien's and your Dungeons and Dragons and whatnot, but it follows young Taryn, who is, I think, my my guess is, in this first book, he's like 13, 14? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like on the cusp of manhood. Yeah. But he's an impetuous young youth who lives in Caradalbin, a small little hamlet, basically, with uh, a wise old enchanter named Dalbin and a... Uh, yeah, let me get these names out, shit. Yeah, I know, I know all the names. And his, uh, like, and the pig keeper, uh, Cole... Taryn is named the assistant pig keeper because he's um, co-in charge of taking care of an oracular pig named Han Wen. Naturally, um, uh, like, <laughs> I like I like the use of oracular as, yeah. a, as an adjective. She's an oracle pig. I mean, it is literally. She's a white she's pig who oracle. tells the fortune future. Yeah, bro. Fortune Feimster. So, um, long story short, um, Taryn gets caught up in an adventure when. Word of the Horned King, the champion of Aran, the Lord, like the Dark Lord, the Sauron of this world. Yeah. He's making moves, and the Horned King is his champion. The Horned King is after Henwen. So Henwen runs off. Taryn, in his young impetuousness, sprints after him. Mm-hmm. After her. Sorry, it's a pig girl. Girl pig. A sow. That's the word. So, um, in this adventure to recover Henwen, uh, Taryn meets Prince Gwydion, um, kind of like the, uh, the, Strider, Aragorn. Did it, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this. I'm sorry. I feel like I skipped over this line. Um, uh, uh, Gwydion. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Aran. 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 I don't. Like I don't. I forgot exactly. These these are my pronunciations. I know from when I was like 11. Yeah, and I I listened to the audiobook for this, but like, is I, it Aran? I, I think it was. I think it was Aran. I actually don't remember to be honest with you. Um, and also, uh, the Cauldron Born are all from the. Mabinagian. Cool. Yeah. The, so, like, I'm sure, like, the Black Cauldron and like Orden, like Ordu and Morgrok or whatever, are all characters from the yeah, Mabinagian. I mean, like, the Cauldron, the, the the Cauldron itself, the Enchiridion. Good yes. point. Uh, the uh, the Cauldron itself definitely is like sounds like something straight out. Of, yeah, that like, has mythology. to be. But I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Anyway, so he comes across Prince Guidian, who's kind of like the Strider slash Aragorn of the thing. He meets Princess Ilanwi. I I Ilanwi. Uh, Ilan. Ilanwi. Ilanwi? Something like that. Yeah, yeah the, the movie says Ilanwi, but I mean, like, I, I think Alexander I you... himself was like, yeah, that's a good movie, but it has zero resemblance to my books. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll play, like, the audiobook for you in one. I listened to it beforehand, and every time I hear that name, I hear something different every Ilanwi? time. It's Ilanwi. I think when you said before, like, isn't it pronounced this? I'm like, no, it's not pronounced this. Then I listen, I'm like, wait, is it pronounced this? Also, there's no N at the end. Shit. Mm-hmm. Ilanwi. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ilanwi, who is a... Um, a princess slash a like almost like a scullery maid girl. Although I don't know she's a princess. Not till the very end. end. I, I kind of went in knowing that already yeah. for some reason. She's a young enchanter girl and a motor mouth. Um, Fluter Flam, a lying bard and minor king. Um, Gurgi, who's like this weird long armed furry tr- like furry mammal thing. Yeah. Some crunchings like and munchings. He's a weirdo, but crunchings I love him. Munchings. Yeah, everyone loves Gurgi, man. Gurgi's the best, and Dolly the dwarf, and they go across the uh, the land of Perdain, trying to make it to like like Care uh, Dathel, which is like the king's landing of the world. Yeah. All I can do, guys, is give you comparisons to more popular. Like Chronicles of Perdain is not as popular these days anymore. Yeah. Um. The the funny thing is that uh, although these book series had like all the praise in the world, like they're well regarded even right now, um, as like some I mean, of, like the most beloved like fantasy series of all times and everything. Yeah. Like that, it did get some uh kind of criticism. Like I think at least one person was like, "This for is for all the racial slurs." Yeah. It's it's all the racial. Slurs. No. Uh. It's it was basically like like yeah. This is like very derivative of like you know uh, the once in future king Tolkien. You know, I, hey. they're all kind of drawing from the same well, all those books anyway. So. Are those criticisms more recent or older? I think that's like more like from like way back, back when they came yeah. out. Like when it came out, someone was just like, ah, it's another Tolkien ripoff. Yeah, whatever. another, yeah, whatever. And anyway. honestly, having read like from this first one, if you were kind of on the, wanted to shrug it off as like kind of being, it's like, like, that's ah, another fantasy story. It's like, I can yeah, kind that's of see 100% that. fair. Sure. It's like, I, I really don't think this series gets going until book two. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so yep, um, that's basically it. Taryn goes on this journey to recover Henwen, and he mm-hmm. learns to um, become uh, an adult, really. He becomes a man, because 
his early impetuousness to get into battle is he learns the lesson that you know his actions have consequences and true heroic heroism comes from humbleness and being a person of action yeah the day is saved um uh, the horn king is stopped gwydion steps in there's a magic sword etc yeah all that shit the details aren't that important it's a fantasy adventure yeah it's it's a fan like yeah, Gabriel, so you read this before. Yes. Okay. You read the entire series? Yeah. Um, so I remember this very distinctly. In our sixth grade, in our middle school library, when we were but tots, I was looking for books. I spent a lot of time in the library, believe it or not. And our and our middle school librarian, I asked her, hey, so I'm trying to find a good fantasy series. Except they're probably sounding more like, hey, I need a good fantasy series. And um, she recommended either I read Sword of Shannara, which I tried and thought was boring, and then I uh, tried Book of Three, and I com- immediately got completely like, sucked into it. Mm-hmm. And I read the entire series probably in a matter of like two weeks. You know, the the funny thing is that going back, going back to being uh, renting out fantasy books from the middle school, rent like, those a days. Uh, I, it's like the funny thing is that's funny. I, I actually took out a few Terry Brooks books. Yeah, I actually took. I don't think it was sort of Shannara. I think it was like one of the. It was one of the uh, like his other big uh, fantasy series. I don't remember what it was called, but it, like the first book's called like Fantasy Kingdom for Sale or something like that. Sure, I read like one of like if it's like seven books, I read book six. Wow. Um, I mean, like it not was kind of go. it was kind of standalone. Actually, I, I liked it. It was fun enough, but sure. I mean, it's not it's not so much anything I'd be into. Like I think out of all like the fantasy book series I got into back then that were for like younger readers it was like Red Ball was the shit Red Ball? Red Ball? <laughs> <laughs> Red Ball it's, uh, it's harder like version Red Walls Red Bull yeah. and like whatever Powerball yeah, there you go but no like Red oh, Wall, man Red remember Wall's Red Wall? that'd be a fun one to do why don't I just do fantasy books for like the dude, next dude let's, let's 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 put this whole fucking show to bed and let's do a Red Wall podcast done it'll be like it'll be fucking I mean I, there's we have enough for a million episodes. We, there are at least thirty. <laughs> we, we can ask the big question: like, so is there like a Redwall movie or anything like that coming out? That's or? a good question. Why is there not? Why is there not? There was a PBS animated series for a number of years. Yeah, but like, I, because this shit's ripe. Why? Um. Well, they've tried Chronicles of Narnia multiple times. I mean, I wonder. <laughs> I I right. wonder if the reason why there hasn't been an update of this is because Disney still holds the uh, the the license. Uh, unless, I have no idea. I don't want to get into it. Oh, look at that TV series. Or is that the same thing you're talking about? That's the same thing you're talking about. 1999 to 2002 for Redwall. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um, but not, not to get too far into it. That's perfectly charming. I purposefully didn't want to bring up the Disney film, The Black Cauldron. We'll get into that when we do The Black Cauldron. Yeah, because uh, also I think The Black Cauldron movie is, I think, based on the first two books as well. Yeah, no, it's kind it's of. basically all, um, it's entirely uh, on Book of Three but with the impetus of Black Cauldron as uh-huh. the main plot. All right. Uh, yeah, because I... I like Black Cauldron, the book, is an entirely great adventure, uh-huh. and the only thing they kept from that and put into the first one is that instead of, like, Henwen needs a thing, and they're trying to stop the Black Cauldron. And that's yeah, okay. It. All right. Now that's, uh, we'll get into that next time. Um, it might, maybe we might even watch the uh, the fucking Disney. Yeah, let's do it. It'll be great. Including uh, also like a lot of like the documentaries. There's a lot of good video essays on that one. Oh, cool. Um, but no, uh, but it's crazy. Uh, I don't want to get too far into this. It's but crazy. Su- supposedly Disney is actually working on making like another uh, Predane really story. Supposedly, it was something that might someone. I, I feel like this this like has that. been knocking around the internet for like years. Yeah, like but... I think that came from like two, 2016 or something like yeah, that. So right. and like it's one of those things like mm-hmm. they have their rights or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But um. But circling back all the way, um, yeah, um, this is um maybe like my most formative fantasy series when it comes to reading fantasy books because as I've said many times and much as chagrin of many listeners, including Sean Hayes, what up, buddy? Um, I have nothing but disdain for uh for Tolkien. I think it's so fucking boring and it goes on for a million years about dumb shit that I don't care about. Whereas this is like boom, 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 done and done. They read like reading old fables of of enough um, coming of age story and enough romance that it kept me engrossed. Yeah. Um, This is your first time reading the book, Daniel? Yeah, my first time reading this. And like it's one of those things where I I remember several years ago I I bought this book from like a used bookstore it was cheap enough and I was oh, like yeah? oh yeah whatever it's a short little book whatever what edition was it uh I think it's actually one of the more recent covers mm. um or whatever but uh I love the old editions I have a couple uh <sighs> like old editions back home yeah um I uh the funny thing is that like 
I, I pick this up and this is my fault every time. This happens every time I want to pick like, Way to go, like, a, like a, a genre story and like I, I want to get into it being, I always have my expectations set high. It's like, I pick, I'll pick up something, <laughs> Don't do that. I'll pick up something like this and I'll you expect, nanny? I want something more arty and like, and I pick this up and it begins with like a boy saying, I want to go on adventures and a soldier being like, ah, get back to work boy. And then some old guy comes out and starts explaining the world. Yep. And, and I was kind of like, eh, and I just put it aside. <laughs> Fair. Uh, and on totally and like, fair so like that's what i and don't be wrong like when you when you can like pick up a book when you have a lot of books that you need to read yeah. and like you pick this up and read it and you you can just easily when you're starting a book club yourself. podcast also i was like 30 you know i'm not a yeah. i'm not a boy reading this that, mm-hmm. that also has something to do with it but um so that said i got the audiobook mm. uh, for this it's actually read by who read by oh, fuck i should look this guy's name up <laughs> but uh but no i got the audiobook for this and it's like really truly really solid um i could tune in and out <laughs> yeah you really could and uh, you could speed read this thing i spread this thing like a motherfucker for this one especially uh oh, that doesn't tell me no it doesn't tell me all right but uh <laughs> but like so like I, I can kind of tune in and out there's moments the big like because like okay so overall i'm just like point right, no, it's, it's it's fine it's not like a complex plot i don't you know whatever that's fine it's yeah. just like a simple adventure story mm-hmm. and they're like this sim- it's, it's fabulous the simplicity simplicity of it is actually yeah. i actually appreciate that and the fact that like most of most of the book is essentially it's a uh, boy Taren? meets all these like colorful characters and they're all actually really likable. Yeah, I love I love this cast. So, so like that's kind of and you get to like them very quickly. Yeah, and that that's honestly like a great like it's enjoyable for that. Mm-hmm. Like it really is, and it's short and breezy. I know? mean, there's a hundred pages where they dance naked of this like weird dwarf guy. Tom, ba- yeah, Tom Bombadil. Oh, that's that really fucking boring book. I don't like. No, that's, that's Tom Bombadil, right? It is. Yeah. There's a there's a really great. I like hearing like George R. R. Martin time out like like reading uh, to- uh Lord of the Rings the first time as a kid because mm-hmm. he didn't like it. He he <laughs> he picked this up and he's like. So I pick, I wanted to. He's been reading like Conan the Barbarian and he loves the stories <laughs> and he picks this up and he's like what's all this shire shit all right whatever <laughs> and he said like by the time i got to fucking tom bombdale i basically put the book down and was like i'm done you and me george and then he he then he said he, he picked it up and then like by the time they get to like the 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 the, the what fucking morian no like El, elrond's shack uh, <laughs> the, the, the riverdale world? riverdale i think <laughs> riverdale no riverdale starring archie and uh <laughs> damn it cole sprouse all right whatever uh sure. the council of the ring that's that uh, chapter ellendale or something oh god damn it i don't know god da- all right i'm kicking my all right but um but like it's there then he got into it anyway that's, that's George R. R. martin's story this one yeah it's likable enough like yeah. it's, it's kind of like it's not i don't like the story itself isn't great like you kind yeah. of explain it now being like oh yeah there is kind of like a it is a story about him kind of learning those things he becomes a hero mm-hmm. that what a hero actually is as opposed to like what he kind of romanticizes the hero being yeah um and he kind of becomes the boy becomes a man uh back when like a 13 year old boy yeah. was a man one of my favorite <laughs> little bits is when uh when like Taryn first meets Gwydion and Gwydion looks like shit because he's been traveling and hiding from uh from the Horned King's mm-hmm. um armies and he's like like wait you are the caretaker of Hen Wen, but Cole would never. Cole and Dalba would never let you do this. And uh, Taryn's like, you know Cole. And he's like, yeah, he's the he's a hero. He was a swordsman who rescued Hen Wen. Mm-hmm. And Taryn's response was, Cole was a hero, but he's so bald. <laughs> and I'm like, that's like that's a perfect example of like what a twelve year old thinks a, a hero is supposed to look like. Yeah, he's also like short and stocky. Cole, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I love that. Great, mo- uh, but last thing I want to say before I, I want to go go to break, uh, and this is also the funny thing in terms of like like listening. To Tell me the funny and thing. kind of tu- uh, tuning in and out. Sure. What is the book of three? <laughs> the book of three is the massive um, tome that Dalbin has mm-hmm. that he also writes in. They don't. They do not explain it in this book. I think. I think. Spoiler alert. They only explain it in the end of the High King. I'm not kidding. Okay. That um the book of three is called that because it represents the past, the present, and the future. It's kind of like the chronicle of their times in like riddles and mysteries and mythic writings. It's kind of like the book from One Hundred Years of Solitude. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's pretty much. Yeah. And then they read it at the end, and basically the entire kingdom gets sucked into a hurricane. Well, no, they all go on boats. Uh yeah, yeah. that's also happens in Tolkien. Hey. I, again, it must be like this thing where it's like an all Welsh, Welsh mythology. Like yeah. at the end of every book, it's like, and they all got on boats and fucking mm. fucked off. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, if that's that's your tradition, yeah. then you know, that's how it ends. I mean, that is that is why all the stories are the same. And, yeah. Um, I mean, tropes and legends are all, you know, they're all the same for a reason. Yeah. And again, like, again, that criticism that some dude 
I like how every Western ends with a fat man jumping over a fence of a horse. Yeah, just in that fucking shitty movie version of, uh, of that really good book. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen in the Coen Brothers version. It's I, I like John Wayne. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah. that's it. Let's go on break. Let's okay. go on break. And when we come back, we have a game to play. Tight. And then we'll do final thoughts and shit. Skrill. Go to break. All right. Welcome back. Hi. Dear listener readers. Hello, everyone. Crunchies and Munchies. Yeah, to Crackle and Oat Brand. To Crackle and Oat Brand. I am Crunchies. I'm Munchies. And this is Slappings. What's the, what's the other things he says? Smackings and Whackings. Smackings and Whackings. By the way, listeners, the only reason why I always bring up Crackle and Oat Brand is because Daniel has a box of it like in the studio. Whoa. Just like right a above box. It. He has a crate of them. Yeah, I had a box of Of box. Kellogg's Crackle and Oat Brand, and I'm always looking at it while we're recording. Yeah, man. It's because it looks good. It looks good. Good. Good, good cereal. Totes. This is a show. Yeah, uh, I'm still Gabe. We talk about I'm Daniel. And Gabriel, mm-hmm. we have a game to play that you We have prepared. a game to play. You prepared it for yes, us. Yes, indeed. Gabriel, what is the game? I think I think you'll enjoy this, Daniel. So <laughs> We'll um, see. <laughs> in, in this world of magic and spells and fantasy. I, I really hope you're quizzing me on Welsh mythology. <laughs> no, even better. Daniel, um... I already forgot the name. There's this thing book. that... What? <laughs> I said I already forgot the name of that fucking book. <laughs> the Book of Three? No. The Mabinagian? Yeah, Mabinagian. Then Kyridian? Yeah. Um, well, let's just hop right to it. Okay. Daniel, this game is called O-O-O, It's Magic. Okay. What I'm going to do, Daniel, Yes. Um, is I'm going to read you a quote. You know I love quotes. Mm-hmm. And you know it's another thing I really love doing, and also uh, it, it occupies such a pace, place of like anger and hatred and also joy and love, uh-huh. is Magic the Gathering. Okay. I have some very bad memories of playing Magic the Gathering (laughs) and some really good ones. All right. Mostly bad, I think, but I do like it. Anyway, many of these cards, many of this wonderful card game that I heard back about from way back in the 90s, they have a lot of uh, what they like to call flavor text. Okay. For example, there will be a card, and let's say the card is a... Um, white card of a knight, and it's like Jim Jam, the like white warrior. What? Nothing. <laughs> Jim Jam, the white warrior, and he has so much such and such stats. And at the bottom of the card will be a quote. It'll be something like, "I'm the most righteous, bro, bro." Yeah. Quote Jim Jam. Jim Jam. So Jim Jam said this in the in the flame yeah. Flame. So these cards, these ridiculous cards. If you've never played Magic the Gathering, don't do it. Save yourself some trouble. But it's still a great time. And I recommend everyone out there get fucking Magic the Gathering. Honestly, That's just everyone, everyone, get go have a Magic face. I encourage you to spend no more than thirty dollars on cards. Thirty dollars? You will not have a good deck with thirty bucks. Man. You don't I need to. You, you, you can get everything you need out of Magic on thirty dollars and play a few games, and then someone's gonna be an asshole while they play, and then you're gonna never want to play it again, except every now and again if you're broke. So, Daniel. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna read you a quote, and you're gonna tell me. Gabriel likes Yu-Gi-Oh. I've never played Yu-Gi-Oh. He loves it. He loves. It. He's lying out of his ass. I, 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 he I, loves I, it so much. I grew up poor. We were never allowed to have. We, we couldn't get money to buy card games. It wasn't a thing. Anyway, I'm gonna read you a quote, mm-hmm. and you're gonna tell me: Is it flavor text from a Magic the Gathering card, or is it a famous quote from a young adult fantasy series? Okay. It's a good time. Yeah, sure. How many are there? There's nine. Nine? Why so many? Because I wanted to make sure there's a balance. Okay. And also be fast. That's nine? All right. Nine? This is mine. Anyway, Daniel, here's your first one. Cue some epic fantasy music. All right, here we go. Behold, blessed perfection. Daniel, is that flavor text from Magic or a magical book series? I want to say that's Magic the Gathering. Correct, Daniel. That is from Shieldred, Whispering One, from the card Phyrexian Obliterator. Yeah, I had that card. Four black creature horror, 5-5. Five, five. I was going to say, that sounded familiar. I actually had and that see? I had a ton of Phyrexians uh, back in my day. I believe you. Here's your next quote. Okay. <laughs> Weren't expecting me to recognize that. No, honestly, yet. I was hoping it. Daniel, no, okay. I want you to win. Okay. The point isn't to make you look like a jackass, except for that one game that I really enjoyed. Except for a lot of games. <laughs> Here's your next quote. <laughs> All right. The panic is amusing, but the real fun comes when the spell passes and the villagers start looking for a scapegoat. Daniel, 
Is that Magic the Gathering or Young Adult Fantasy? I'm gonna guess that's Young Adult just because it was long. I'm guessing. Yeah. Incorrect, Daniel. That was attributed to Ludovic the Necroalchemist. On the card, Hysterical Blindness. Two in blue. Instant creatures your opponents control get minus four, minus zero until end of turn. Ah, blue. I didn't have a blue deck. I was, I was a blue player. I always played blue. This is like my comedy. Here's your next quote. Okay. Human minds are not equipped to face the realities of non-material existence on the sphere. It is too much for any mortal to bear for long. Magic or fantasy? I'm going to say Magic the Gathering, but I can imagine that being from, like, fucking Divergent or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Incorrect, Daniel. That is Al-Anon. His name's Al-Anon? Like, the support group for Alcoholics Anonymous? Uh. The Last of the Druids from The Sword of Shannara by Terry Brooks. Sure. His name's Al-Anon? <laughs> Al-Anon. Clearly, Terry Brooks was not an alcoholic. Yeah. Or he just refused help. That's an option. Anyway, next quote. Is he alive? He I has to be dead. He has to be dead. Come on, Brooks. You Daniel, look it up dead. while I read your next up. quote. Right, go ahead. Here's the next quote. Stale water is a poor drink. Stale skill is worse. And the man who walks in his own footsteps only ends where he began. Gathering or book? I guess book. Correct, Daniel! Hey. That is actually Anlaw Clayshaper from Terran Wanderer. Okay, cool. Great character. Also, bad news. Terry Brooks, still alive. Oh, no! Oh, no. Not for long. That's right. I remember a book of his coming out like not too long ago. Well, that's cool. All right. So, are we, are we fucking killing him or what? We're fucking killing him. We're fucking killing him. Kill Terry, him. watch your back, bro. Coming for him. I did not care for your sword or scenarios. Here's all right. your next quote, Daniel. You're all right, Terry. You're right. I, want, I wish you long life. Here's your next quote. Still gonna kill you, Terry. When everything hangs on a single moment, be sure you choose the right moment. Magic the Gathering or fantasy fiction? Uh, let's say fantasy fiction. Incorrect, Daniel. That was Jace Bellerin from the card. Illusionist Stratagem. Three and a blue. Instant. Exile up to two target creatures you control and return those cards to the battlefield under their owner's control. Draw a card. Mm, typical blue shit. Typical blue shit. Typical blue shit. I love blue shit, bro. Your next quote. Terry Brooks is an attorney. He's what? He's an attorney. <laughs> Fucking would be. Jesus. Former attorney, actually. <laughs> Fucking would be. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Actually. Here's your quote. Some claim that rage is a cloud that obscures thought and vision. But I can assure you, I've never seen with greater clarity. Is that a card game or a book? Uh, uh, um, let's, uh, let's say cards. Correct! Hey. Have you been keeping score? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shit. No, that's fine. Go ahead. I, you got I, the I first got one. three right. You got the second one wrong. You got the... Alanon, did you get that one right? No. Jesus. All right. I think I got, I got, I think I got three right. Okay, let's say I got three right. Okay. Let's go with that. Okay. Listeners, if you're if we're wrong, send a uh, tweet at, at Top Gallant Radio. Okay. Send us a snail mail. Send uh, us a snail mail. Send us a snail I'll mail. I'll give you my address. Okay. Better show up, bro. Anyway, here's your next quote. Okay. You could rattle the stars. You could do anything if only you dared. And deep down, you know it too. That's what scares you most. Is that a card that game? That has to be a, or a book. A book. It's like, wow, these flavor texts must be really long if that's a flavor text. All right. Correct, Daniel. That is a book we've done for this show. That's Selena Sardothian from Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Moss. I was going to say, like, what the fuck are all these names? Oh, yeah. that's why I don't remember that. Yeah, all that fucking Selena. So, you know, amazingly enough, a ton of these names autocorrected correctly in Google Docs. Yeah, because Shieldred and Selena Sardothian autocorrected <laughs> to themselves. Uh, yeah, uh, Apple big fans of uh of fucking Throne magic of Glass. and Throne of Glass. Fair enough. Here's your next quote, Daniel. Sometimes I wonder. I cause pain out of necessity, but he, I swear, he takes a positive delight in it. Daniel, is that a quote from a famous fantasy novel or a quote from a Magic the Gathering card? It's magic. Daniel, that is a quote from Baron Harkonnen from Dune 
by Frank Herbert. Oh, Baron. Yeah. He who controls the spice controls the universe. That's him. Oh, I love it. His, the that, big fat flying fuck. That one scene in, in the in the David Lynch Dune is so fucking good. Who who plays him in the new one? Uh, is it like I, I think it's Stellan Skarsgård? Stellan Skarsgård, yeah. Love I think that. so. And your last quote, Daniel. Yes. Magic doesn't come from talent. It comes from pain. Is that a magic card or a magic book? Uh, I don't know. It, it, it may, I'm gonna guess it's a book. I'm guessing it's The Witcher. Oh, there's a big, there's an ad for Postmates. It's John Legend. Blast it! I'm gonna hear John Legend. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What, was, what was your answer? Uh, <laughs> The Witcher. I'm guessing it's The Witcher. It's a book. Okay. Oh fuck. Yeah. Daniel, hey. that's a book. That was Elliot Waugh from The Magicians by Lev Grossman. Okay, all right. Daniel, I think you won. I think I got five. I think you did. I got five or four. Let's just say you won. Yay! Good job, bro. You know your Magic the Gathering card. I know, my, I know one Magic the Gathering card. Yeah. Right. Gabriel, mm-hmm. good job on the Great game. Great times. We took, a, we took a trip down memory lane to Magic the Gathering. But that said, we need to stop this. We need to go to the, <clears throat> the final thing before I burp. Mm-hmm. And we need to do final thoughts. Uh, hazy memories and all the other shit and everything. Okay. Totally. Alright, go on a break. Bye bye. And we're back. It's still us. To slow readers. I'm still Gabe. I'm still Daniel. Totally. How do I bring these back? I don't remember anymore. Jesus you say something like, oh, and we're back, and then you do a rap I for about five minutes. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, that sounds familiar. Gabriel, mm-hmm. so this is a show I think that we were talking about books, right? Yeah. And we're talking about one fucking book. Mm-hmm. One book of many. Yeah. One book of three. One book of three. <laughs> a book of three that we don't actually know what it is. We just see it briefly mentioned in the beginning. And it blisters Taryn's fingers when he tries to touch it. Yeah, and we see uh uh, uh writing Gandalf it. writing it at the end. Dalbin. Uh Gandalf. Um and uh and yeah, and then like and he's just like, Alright, this is what it is. But I figure honestly by context who's I'm assuming it's like is Book of Three like like the name of like the book we're reading that also exists in the story. It's kind of like a meta thing. Kinda. Uh, I figured. I mean, yeah. one hundred years of solitude. I mean, yeah. listen, this guy gets all the stuff from one hundred from. Game, yeah, uh, he's like he's like Quentin Tarantino. When did uh, one hundred years of solitude come out? I forget. Seventies or sixties? Sixties. All right, because this was sixty-four. Hold on. I don't know. Let's see who's suing who. Hey. Is Lloyd Alexander going to sue Garcia Marquez or Garcia Marquez going to sue Alexander? <clears throat> my throat Lloyd Alexander Pierce Lloyd Lloyd <laughs> Lloyd Lord Alexander <laughs> Lord Lloyd Alexander One from Philly years. from Philly baby for that John yeah 1967 oh shit thieves <laughs> thieves Garcia Marquez come on he ripped off Lloyd ripped Alexander off Lord Alexander he read Black Cauldron he's like fuck oh my god fuck this is the story I'm gonna pretend I did this yeah he was driving in his car <laughs> and spun around because he thought about you know <laughs> Taryn and his influter flam. I'm going to pretend I, I've been writing. I've been trying to get this published for seven years. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so yeah. Gabriel, uh, mm-hmm. final thoughts. Is there any, what else do you have to say about uh, the book well, of three, this first one? I think I've talked at length about my thoughts first. So Daniel, actually, I think you haven't said much about your thoughts on the book besides it's fine. Oh yeah. No, that's basically, I don't know what else to say besides like, it's fine. I like the characters a bit, a lot, not a bit. Who's um, your favorite? Uh, uh, I'm always amazed that like we meet like a uh, Dolly at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah, Dolly. We meet Dolly, and he's like this uh, a dwarf. You meet him, and he just like closes. He like shuts off his breath, and like yeah, he holds like, his goes, breath and gets really angry and turns away, and he gets mad because he's like, I'm not invisible. Yep. Um. So it's like, oh, this is a nice guy. But uh, <laughs> no, they're they're all pretty fun. Um, I don't know who who's my favorite at this point. Um, not really. Like, you know, I I don't I don't love it. Uh. Because I think more than anything, it's like, like all the bad guys are just kind of like, it's a bad guy. Yeah, it's me, the Horn King. Um, I forgot the. He wears a sleeveless shirt, apparently. Th- there's like a there's like a witch character in this. Akron. Akron, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, who like sort of shows up like once. She's great. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she she's... comes back in the series. Okay, I, I, I'm curious to see if these like you know where those characters go and everything like that. Yeah, because... the, the the journey is wonderful. Watching like Taryn's maturation, it's yeah. a great story. I mean, it, it seems really interesting like that. And again, um, because this dude is, first off, <laughs> American. Fucking American, bro. Unlike those fucking Brits, we know how to write. USA! We know how to be succinct with words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, god damn it. But, um, but no, like, it, it, it's very readable, you know? Yeah. I kind of wish I got or into listenable. it when I was younger. And yeah. listenable. Um, also, you get to you get to hear fun words like Elowen 
like overall like, my, like croissant so like my my like ultimate review would just be like yeah yeah you, yeah, you're you're fun. down for the rest of the books I, if you're saying that these get better i'm i'm interested in that because they again, definitely like, get better the best thing about this are the characters yeah um they're very interesting the character writing is great uh taron is interesting he's boring when you first meet him because he's just boy hero but like if mm-hmm. this is a story basically about like a boy becoming like a man and whatnot and like mm-hmm. it's like okay that sounds interesting yeah and everyone else is like you know they have like personalities and shit mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm curious what that is at this point this is just like a very simple story yeah and, and it's supposed to be yeah uh that's it yeah we do this thing uh-huh yeah brought to us by the demons from the east yeah the boys from the whip around the podcast. bad boys of the bad news world the 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 joker of a podcasting <laughs> of um of lehigh valley podcasts uh, uh the whip around podcast and especially one mr shawnee b hayes yes indeed listen to the whip around everyone for all your weird news needs the whip around podcast they are not the right wing show yes hashtag joker of podcasting there you go uh gabriel uh-huh um we had to do this thing called hazy memories yeah uh, uh you might actually have hazy memories already because you've read this before i have uh do, what are your hazy memories funnily enough i like a lot of this is new to me again because of all the books in the series this is the one i've read the least because it's the first one and i don't really care about it yeah <clears throat> i've reread the rest of the series multiple times i believe especially um books four and five are just you know the the climax of the series and it's great mm-hmm. um but my memories of this are mostly from uh from akron's castle interestingly enough my my hazy memory is of um Tarek and uh, taran Tarek. Tarek, what's his name? Taryn. Taryn. Taryn, sorry. Yeah, Black Thought from, from The Roots. Yeah. But um, uh, Taryn and Ilanui meeting in the dungeon and the bobble and uncovering Durnwin. Like, this, these are the fantasy stories that I held dearest to me as a kid because they were easy to read. They were fun. And I really engaged with the characters, like you said. Mm-hmm. These are great characters that I grew up with. And I, I'm a big fan of them. What about you, dog? Did you say Olympic fan of them? <laughs> Probably. Might as well be. Probably. Um, In 10 years, when someone asks you, hey, do you have you read the book of three? What yeah. are you going to remember? Uh, no, that's a good question. Someone's going to ask you, 10 years to this day, when you're uh, on Jeopardy, and there's a question about Lloyd Alexander's death. Similarly, and Lee, mm-hmm. Lee uh it's it, like you know I, just mentioning the idea that like you kept saying it's like oh this is like the the aragon character and this is on the when it, we were getting into gurgi i was like oh this is like the golem character i love gurgi so much gurgi's great and the thing is like everyone loves golem as well so like they, it, they it, don't like, explain to me what do you think gurgi looks like i, I forgot i was described I, I was imagining also not to get too far into it but like i looked up like like oh isn't this character in the movie that i saw that i'm like oh that's him that's the gurgi in the the movie is not him yeah it's very very he's a disney pet in the movie no i imagine him being something like like actually honestly like a golem type character like some kind of like like a humanoid person but kind of like shriveled and hunched over and like kind of hunkered over you know sure like this kind of like gross looking person yeah i I told you that i always imagined him as gen and from the samurai showdown series i don't know what that is let me show you a photo of him right now uh, like i thought he looked like this fucking creep but he's not like fully described or anything right he's just no he's just described as a hairy long-limbed thing whose fur is always like covered in like I don't know, like like shit. twigs and shit. Like literal shit. I thought he looked like like this creepy green guy of Freddy Krueger claws. Kind of golem like. You know, I, I, <laughs> I got the long arms right and like the kind of squat kind of thing. And, and again, because like the reason why all these like. When you say golem like, what do you mean golem like? Golem like from Lord of the Rings. Oh, golem. Golem. I thought you meant golem like G O L E M. It's hard to kind of like golem. I'm like, so you think he looks like a giant Jewish stone man? Like, yeah, like uh, composed out of like human shit and hair. Gotcha. Uh, but no, 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 like like golem from Lord of the Rings. And uh, and again, like the way the way I think about this, and I'm like, well, it, it's. He's like Gollum with hair. Yeah, Gollum, Gollum with hair. Even though some depictions of Gollum have him with hair. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, he's just kind of he's lo- he's like Gurgi. He's like kind of like loosely described as kind of being like this like decrepit looking figure. What did he look like in the animated version? Oh, you never you don't remember him from the I Rake don't and remember. Bass car- cartoon? Man, that shit's like burning in my show memory. me, bro. All right, here one second. No, he looks great in that. Um, he looks kind of like a. I might have blocked him out because I that thing terrified me as a child. 
Uh, yeah, he is like, especially in the Rankin Bass. Yeah, uh, this, cartoon. The, the moment when he bites off Frodo's finger in in the animated version, like, yeah. terrified me. Uh, that was the same. Yeah, the same uh, 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 look and whatnot. Frodo, I, nine fingers and the ring of doom. Here, that's uh, that's how he looked in the Rankin Bass cartoon. Oh yeah, like a like he looks like Ganon. Yeah, like a he, froggy dude. Kind of looks like that. And also, one second, I saw it as well. Did you know that there was also yeah this right here? What is that? That that is Gollum in the. There was another. There was like a kind of like failed. Uh, they tried to make an animated Lord of the Rings movie. It was basically like most of Fellowship of the Ring, some bits of Two Towers, and then they ran out of money. And oh, so it's, it it's not the Rankin Bass one. But no, it's different. Wow. It, it was actually rotoscoped. Wow. Like, so like I remember seeing that as a kid, loving the Hobbit Rankin Bass cartoon. Mm-hmm. Dude, you should watch that. I really want to watch it. It's good shit. And, uh, and again, I, love like, the, um, I remember loving the art as much as it terrified me. For uh, Also, for people who are just have no idea what Rankin Bass is. Oh, yeah. Um, I just want to bring up that oh, uh, from 1977, there was a, like a, a cartoon. And there's an animated film of uh, The Hobbit that I think was like released on TV because it had like commercial breaks and such. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, like, like for me personally, like I grew up watching The Hobbit cartoon. Uh, then there was like, then there was a Lord of the Rings animated film that was basically like a half of the books and it was very rushed and rotoscoped. It was really weird looking. Uh, I should like find a clip for you. Um, and then there was also, then they did, uh, Return of the King, the last one in the Rankin Bass, like animated style. Oh, so it's not the same thing, which is very confusing. (laughs) Yeah, no, like I really, so yeah, that's how I knew Lord of the Rings growing up. There was the Hobbit cartoon. There was a movie that was only half of the books, and then there was the final book in the movie. It does look a little different. That's the Return of the King movie. It, yeah, it looks a little. It looks a little different, but I, I swear to God, it is because uh, I remember Gollum looking the same. Yeah. Unless it wasn't, that'd be crazy if I revisit him. Like, oh, it is curious. Anyway, so this is the the podcast where we talk about all the Lord of the Rings adaptation. I'll show you the um the other the the, the other thing. Sure, bro. Uh, so that was my hazy memory. Sure, Gollum, Gurgi Gollum. Uh, yeah. Gurgi. No, I remember uh, when I hit Gurgi, I was like, oh, who's this guy? Because I like monsters. I love Gurgi. Like, like the, <laughs> the, the moment where Taron likes him is when he's like, I'm wounded. Cut off my head, master. It's like, <laughs> are you serious? Yes. It's like, oh, shit, this guy's serious. He's legit. Uh, also, and then he gives him part of the honeycomb because he honors him so much. <laughs> the the fun thing is that's actually a really great description of like him becoming from like like a kind of shitty boy. Yeah. Like to being like to kind of being like a grown up person is like his opinion towards Gurgi. Because when he first meets Gurgi, he's like, what's the... What yeah. the fuck is this? You know what the fuck is this shit? And it, and Who's a like, smelly asshole? And then, like, Gurgi straight up, like, like really proves that he's, and like, Gurgi a, becomes a, hero a, a too. person of a, like, he's a hero, he's brave and shit. Yeah. And spoiler alert, I know, like, I looked up, like, uh, now I know what any of the shit means. Mm-hmm. I saw in Terran Wanderer, it's basically Terran and uh, and Gurgi going yeah. on adventures. And it's like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a series of, like, smaller stories where Terran is, like, spoiler, <laughs> like, I want to marry Ilanwi, yeah. but I'm not of noble birth. I want to find out who I am. And there's like a series of little things where he goes, he goes on a couple like like adventures, and he becomes a man by learning some crafts, and it's mm-hmm. fucking great. Yeah, no, it's... I can't wait to do it in the show. Yeah, no, I, I, I know, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. But that's it. Mm-hmm. Let's stop talking about this. Usually, I throw the book into the bucket. Yeah, we, we kindled it. Nice. That was your phone. That was my phone. <laughs> uh-huh. Take that Audible app. Take that, bro. But uh, but yeah, so. That said, uh, Tim Cook. I think, uh, but yeah, next week we're just gonna fucking do Black Cauldron, man. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're just gonna well, do it. Sweet, week, cool. Let's Black do Cauldron. it. Yeah. Brad, I was wondering what we're gonna do next. This is your choice. Black Cauldron. Let's do it. Let's watch the movie and let's, let's fucking rad. Because yeah, like 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 Dark Cauldron, like Dark Cauldron. Dark Cauldron. Black Cauldron takes an immediate like turn for the dark. Like like it 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 it, it um Empire Strikes Back as itself immediately. It okay. gets way darker. Yeah. Well, that's pretty great. Well, well, yeah, we'll get into the next time. But that said, we gave up plug. <laughs> um, Quickly. Gosh. Um, Quickly. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't done it already, please check out Self-Evident Asian America Stories. I produced episode three, um, The Talker is Supposed to Have. It's a wonderful podcast about cultural heritage and what it means to be Asian American. Um, uh, my, my story was, uh, it aired on San Francisco Public Radio. San Francisco Public Radio. I, I realized recently that whenever I want to brag about something, I say it quickly to not dwell on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's pretty great. It was on the AV Club as well, so I'm very proud of that. Mm-hmm. Um, press one button to support our show. That's all we ask. Press subscribe. Press follow. Press like. Um, press five stars. 
And if you have the time, write us a review. If there is, if you write a review for us, we're gonna have to, we're gonna read it on air, and either we're going to like lionize you like Kiara, or we're going to um, lionize you as well, like Johnny lionize Nothums. you like Johnny No Thumbs, who wrote that really mean review. <laughs> but um, but please, like you you do not realize how much it means to us to for have a review written for our show, even if it's like really mean. We love it. Yeah. So please take take five seconds and write a review for our show. That's all we ask. And follow me on Instagram at read.richards, read like reading a book. I, I had the uh, the really strong impulse to be like, like instead of going, uh, you're going to say like, oh, we want you to one to hit one button. And I thought like, oh, it'd be such a great to be like, we want when you hit one button, unsubscribe. We want you to stop listening. <laughs> please stop listening. Unsubscribe. Do not follow us. Reverse psychology. Reverse though? psychology. Just to like be like, re- hey, do maybe. the same kind of gusto. What but would like, happen if like we got a, swift drop in like followers because i told them not yeah. subscribe. what would you do i'd be like well fuck i've Whoops. been told you know it means people are listening yeah i'm, I'm surprised yeah great you get you can't you can't subscribe twice i guess i don't know you can live twice uh that said uh, you can follow me on instagram at slow readers where i'm mostly active but if you want you can reach me on uh twitter at top gun radio <clears throat> and uh you can buy my fiction right now in ebook format anywhere you get your ebooks but also Woo! you can get the physical formats of them physical Woo! physical versions of them i should say uh only at amazon they are the shadow from the deep and a cook in the kingdom toy that said that's the end of the show all right bye everyone see you next time yeah, black culture bye <laughs>